Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group. If you are not in our Facebook group, you should join it at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash What Fresh Hell cast, or you can just search on your Facebook page, What Fresh Hell podcast group and you will find us. This question comes from Anne who says, my other child tends to turn into a monster when their sibling has a friend over. I have an older girl, younger brother, and they both do this. Other than trying to get one out of the house or have a friend at the same time, hard with COVID, any tips for quelling this behavior? Oh, I have this same problem in my house. I like to find questions where oh, this is actually happening for me as well because it gives me a chance to think it through. I have a boy and a girl who are close in age. And when one has a friend over, it tends to get kind of crazy at my house. And it is mostly the child who doesn't have a friend over trying to kind of invade the space and involve themselves with the twosome, the kid who does have a friend over. And then sometimes it devolves so far that it really is just like the playdate becomes a fight of, well, this one's bothering us. He's bothering us. She's bothering us. We want to do our thing. And why is she bothering us? And I have tended to kind of dread sometimes having playdates because of this dynamic that occurs. I found an article from verywellfamily.com that is called Seven Ways to Address Obnoxious Behavior in a Child, which I just really liked the title of. It's by Amy Morin. It deals a little bit more with kids who act obnoxiously when there is company over, but this is the same general concept. What is happening is the kid suddenly has a new audience to perform for. And I think in the case of siblings, siblings have a dynamic. And that dynamic gets shifted when another kid, a friend of one sibling, is added to the mix. And so then the dynamics become, A, having this audience, B, some competition, C, some feeling out the new dynamic of having someone else in your sibling's orbit, and then also sort of sometimes the friend and your child will sort of turn on the other sibling as, oh, they're so obnoxious, and then your kid will be saying, yes, it's my brother, he's always this obnoxious, and they're kind of working out a dynamic between the three of them. 
So two things I would recommend. Number one, and very well, family talks about this as well, prevent obnoxious behavior before it starts. So I have started sitting down with these kids before a play date and saying, we have had problems before when your sibling has a friend over that you guys just end up kind of poking at each other until you get annoyed and then it becomes a fight and the play date becomes me kind of mediating all of this that's going on. And I don't wanna do this today. If you guys wanna all play together, that is fine. But the first time it devolves into a problem, I am going to separate you for the rest of the play date. And then the rule is that you must play separately. So if you want to all play together, don't get into that dynamic. I think that's important and it helps set up an expectation. And I would have that conversation with the siblings. And then if you really need to have it at the beginning of the play date when the friend comes over, I notice this is always a problem. Here's how we're going to handle it this time. The second thing that Amy Morin recommends in this article, which is harder for me, ignore behavior that is not harmful. So some of this dynamic is stuff that kids are working out. Who am I within my family? Who am I to people outside of my family? Why is it that I like to go in and act really obnoxious in front of these two girls until it annoys them? And that is dynamics that those kids are working out. If it devolves into the place where it is truly making the play date only about them calling out to you and involving you in settling disputes, I would put a stop to it. But if you just overhear this dynamic going on and one of your kids is acting obnoxiously, I would especially after really thinking about this issue, try to ignore it maybe a little longer than I often do. I tend to, the second I start hearing it, I go up, this is what always happens and you've got to cut it out. And I think for myself, I'm working on letting those dynamics play out a little bit more. There's some kind of puppy version of roughhousing and nipping at each other and then shoving one puppy out and letting them figure out those dynamics as long as it doesn't get to a place that violates your house rules. I might try to work on, and I'm saying this somewhat for myself, letting it go a little bit more and letting your kids work it out. And then our final step becomes problem solving for the future and figuring out how to make our play dates a little more peaceful at home. That's what I'm going for anyway. Anne, I hope that helps. Really needed this question for myself this week. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can ask them on our Facebook group or you can email them to questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com and you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. 
You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now, Blair and Molly are back with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks.